Welcome to John Park's workshop. It's me, John Park, here for Adafruit Industries, working in my workshop today, and uh, welcome. Thank you for coming. Uh, first of all, I like to always welcome people to the Discord chat. If you are watching on YouTube, uh, there's some chat there, but you might be wondering, where is everybody? Well, come on over to Discord. Same if you're on uh, the Twitch or the Twitter, Periscope, or the LinkedIn, or Facebook. Uh, if you're wondering where the chat is, a lot of people are over on Discord. If you want to join the Discord chat, head over to adafru.it slash Discord, and there's a little instant invite link there, and you can join up. Uh, and uh, in fact, let's, let's pop up the Discord chat right now. Uh, here it is. Let me go full screen with that. And there we have... Uh, Matambale counted 12 bleeps. Mark got 42. Interesting. All right. I have no idea how many bleeps there are. Or bloops. But uh, it's good that people are uh, staying appraised of the situation. Thank you. All right. Um, let's see. What's next? I think what I'd love to do uh, is jump right into a couple of little uh, housekeeping details and, and uh, messages and things, starting with our jobs board. Did you know that we have an Adafruit jobs board? We do. Uh, and in fact, this is what it looks like right here. That's the Adafruit jobs board. Uh, and if you head over there, you can uh, go to jobs.adafruit.com in your browser. It is free to use. It's free to sign up and post a position. If you're looking to hire someone, it's free to go in and add your resume and info if you're looking to pick up work. And that can be full-time, part-time, contract, in-person, remote, uh, and uh, pretty much every permutation in between. So uh, head on over to jobs.adafruit.com to check that out. Uh, and let's see. Also, while I have this browser up, uh, I wanted to mention that we now have uh, a new addition to the freebies uh, deal that is available in the Adafruit store. So if you head to Adafruit uh, and you're loading up your cart with good stuff to get, there uh, has always been an array of different freebies, including uh, for 99 orders of $99 or more, you get a Permaproto half-size breadboard thrown in. Here's the new one. For any order of $149 or more, you'll now get a Stemma QT board. We have a whole collection of Stemma QT boards, 
and you will get a random one in your order. If you are uh, placing multiple orders, you will not get the same one twice until you've collected them all. So every time you order, if, uh, if you're close to that amount and push it up over the 149, you will get a different Stemma QT board uh, in, in your uh, cart thrown in for free. Uh, over $200 or more is free UPS ground shipping in the U.S. only, continental U.S. only. And over $300, you get a Circuit Playground Express. So uh, those are the new deals. If you want to read up on these, just go to adafruit.com slash free, uh, and you'll see the info on that. Uh, right. Um, let's see. Speaking of items in the store, and speaking of Stemma QT boards, uh, I have a product pick of the week. Now, normally in the past, I've done product pick of the week as a little segment right here live inside of the show. But now I've started a brand new show. It's on Tuesdays and it is at one o'clock Pacific, four o'clock Eastern time. Uh, here's the, uh, the icon for it right there, JP's product pick of the week. Uh, and there you can see my product pick this week was that BMP 280 sensor. Uh, and this is a pressure sensor from Bosch. What I'm gonna do is just run a little uh, condensed clip from that stream. That stream will generally aim for about 12, 15 minutes long. I went a little longer with this first one. Uh, but here's a little one minute reduction from it so you can uh, participate in all that fun. So check this out. Hey, hello, and welcome to JP's product pick of the week. This is the BMP 280 sensor. This is a pressure and temperature sensor from Bosch. Now, in order to do a little uh, sort of real world demo, I decided to use something like a Tupperware container. You'll see here through that scratchy lid, as I push down, I go from 994, 96, eight, nine, a thousand. Now the interesting thing is if I push down enough to squeeze out a little air and then release, it actually goes and creates a suction. 970 and I've got red neopixels there. So that's actually lower than my atmospheric pressure because I squoze out some air. Product pick of the week, it is this lovely BMP 280 pressure sensor. This has been JP's product pick of the week. Uh, and one thing you may have a question about, I saw a question in a comment somewhere, is the word squoze. I have no idea if that's real or not. I doubt it. I've never seen it in the crossword. I probably wouldn't get away with that in uh, Scrabble, but I like it. Uh, yeah, so that, that was product pick, and uh, I've got a new one coming up on Tuesday, and I'm going to be going through some of the uh, Stemma QT boards. We're actually now over 50 Stemma sensor boards, and uh, more than that if you include displays and other things. So... Uh, excited about uh, getting in deep with some of these cool Stemma boards right now. And then I'll be doing other new products as, uh, as we go into the future. So uh, if you like checking out new stuff and you want something uh, a little more uh, in-depth uh, with a bit of a, a live demo, terrifying live demo aspect, how do those things go? Who knows? Uh, then, then tune in for my Product Pick of the Week show on Tuesdays. Uh, by the way, a little side note, um, at the beginning, you, you can't see it too well, but I've got this cabinet back here, and at the beginning of uh, that show, I pulled a uh, new Stemma board from one of these little cabinet drawers here, uh, and you may have seen I did the little reveal with a little Lego thing. This is something I built kind of hastily before the show because I wanted a better way to 
display it just out of some scrap Lego parts, but I'm thinking of motorizing this. Uh, we'll see. It works pretty well manually. Maybe some hydraulics, some springs. I don't know, but uh, that's my little reveal cabinet, mystery cabinet of new product goodness there. Uh, all right, so let's see. Next up, why don't we uh, jump into the Make Code Minute? All right, so for the Make Code Minute today, uh, what I wanted to show is how to build a essentially a little animated display that looks kind of like a fancy stereo uh, VU meter. So if you look at uh, what I've done here, and I'm going to bring up a, uh, let's go to a full screen of my workbench here. And let's see if I can put that in the view. There we go. Uh, so I'm going to plug in a Circuit Playground Express here. Uh, just to power. I've already got the code on there. And you can see once that launches, it's doing this kind of, uh, let me zoom out a little bit. It's doing this kind of, uh, looks like a stereo meter to the beat thing and it's holding that peak uh, volume level. I'm going to focus this too. Bear with me. There we go. Something like that. It's a little bit better. Uh, so the way that I've done this, if you look inside of the make code session here. Uh, I've got just a single forever block. And what's happening in here, I've made myself some little comment notes. First of all, I'm setting up a randomized number between six and nine, and that's gonna be my peak level. So whenever this goes up, it hits a peak somewhere near the top between pixels uh, six and nine, which are the seventh and 10th pixels. Uh, then I run a little loop to fill up uh, and iterate one at a time to the, whatever that max value is uh, using this graph node, which takes whatever number you have and runs it uh, across a color gradient uh, and the pixels that you have allowed. And I'm allowing the full range of pixels every time. And then I pause a little bit. Uh, then we set that peak pixel, whatever that max value was, gets set to red. And uh, then we go and hold in case the number wasn't... Uh, the full nine, I'd like to have this be a consistent beat uh, so that I hold for the same 10 milliseconds per pause that would have happened if we'd gone up to the top. Uh, then we break it down, uh, back down to uh, zero while keeping that peak level red. Uh, and then we hold again if we need to and repeat. So uh, that, let me, let me show this full screen now, get that out of the way. Uh, that is how you can create a little, oh, let me restart that. Uh, a little VU style meter using the Circuit Playground Express inside of Make Code. That is your Make Code Minute. Right, yeah, and also I thought it would be kind of fun to do that to a beat, uh, to set maybe uh, beats per minute as a variable that we can adjust to change all of those other delays so that we could set like 120 BPM or 140 BPM bounce that just looks cool. Uh, and those things tend to fool the eye pretty well. If you're playing music and you have one of those on, the, the human mind tends to think that we're seeing a, a reactive display even if it's canned and fake. So 
Uh, rather than doing FFT transforms and, or listening to loud sounds, we're just going to fake it and have a cool looking display. Uh, all right, the next thing I'd like to do is jump into a game pick of the week. Uh, so let's pull back that Chrome browser there. Where did you go, little Chrome browser? There we are. Uh, and this one is a game called Gotta Go Fast. And this is by Richard and the Make Code team who uh, have been doing a live stream of advanced Make Code arcade projects. This is a, a game that they built during the course of just one roughly uh, hour long live stream. Uh, and first I'll uh, show the game play itself. Actually, you know what, if you bear with me, I'm gonna add, yeah, no, I'll play it here. Um, unfortunately, this frame rate won't be super fast in my broadcast, but um, uh, it is really nice and buttery smooth when you play it. So uh, here we have this little character who's running along super fast along these tiles. And then when we, uh, it's a platform, when we reach this sort of water floor, it really slows down. And I think this is a really excellent, fun gameplay mechanic. Uh, you'll notice he also jumps essentially three units high, unless you're on the water, and then you only jump two units high. So this is a really good set of constraints for level building. Uh, it's also really difficult, and the point is to get across uh, as quickly as you can. Oh, you'll see I'll slow down as I hit those little water blocks. And there's also some block breaking with your head type of mechanics. Uh, I'm never going to get up there. Hey, I did it. Uh, and then there's a finish line to reach, which will uh, give you your time. And you can hit A, and it will give you a little uh, celebration there. So if we uh, take a look at the code here, I'll minimize this uh, one thing. There's a lot of good stuff in here to check out. Uh, one thing I'll show is uh, the slowdown and the jump reduction. Here inside of button A pressed, it checks if there's a floor under you, so that means uh, you can't just infinitely jump once you're in the air. And if your is, is slow um, variable has been flipped because you're on the blue uh, water floor, then the jump uh, height is reduced to 16 pixels instead of 24. And then that slowdown uh, occurs right here. And this is a check to see if you're hitting a wall on the bottom, so hitting the floor. If the uh, below you or the, the right or left blocks um, are made of water, then it will set the slow to true, uh, which reduces your uh, velocity on x to 50. Otherwise, you get the 150, and, and uh, that variable's flipped for the jump. So a really uh, excellent gameplay mechanic, and I think you could do a lot of uh, fun level design just using that. So I encourage you to go check that out and maybe try remixing it into your own level. Uh, so that's my game pick of the week. It is the Gotta Go Fast from the Make Code Arcade team. Uh, thank you all so much for doing those. And if you check inside of the forum.makecode.com under the live channel, uh, you'll see the post here for this stream, and there's a link to the YouTube to go check out that live stream. Uh, it's entertaining, and you'll learn a lot, so go check it out. And uh, that's my arcade game pick of the week. All right, let's, uh, let's see. How about I'm going to check back in with Discord real quick here to make sure uh, everything's running smoothly. My eyes and ears. Uh, yeah, looks like we're doing well. Oh, and hey, Tan Newt. Hey, Scott uh, mentions he's going to be streaming a deep dive uh, after I'm done. 
uh, and he's going to be on at 2 o'clock Pacific or sometime after I'm done uh, past 2 o'clock. So uh, go check that out live or you'll be able to catch the, uh, the replay of that available on YouTube after it broadcasts. Uh, all right. So what else have we got here today? I think that uh, catches us up to a little... I want to do a little bit of a uh, gear report and a shop tip. Uh, a couple little quick things here. So, in fact, I'll head over to the workbench. Um, and I've got them both lined up right there. So let's, let's talk about both of these. So for my uh, gear report... I had forgotten I had one of these little right angle offset screwdrivers. I found it in a uh, drawer, uh, or actually a little toolbox just the other day, and uh, ended up using it promptly. I was pulling a, a stereo out of a car dashboard, and these are really useful for when you get in a location where it's hard to get a full um, uh, shaft of a screwdriver. If you can't fit a, a screwdriver, this one allows you to come in from a 90 degree angle and turn kind of like an Allen wrench. Uh, these are called right angle or offset screwdrivers. Um, I actually want to get, get some more because there are ones where you have the flat head on one end oriented with the handle and then at the other end it's twisted at a 90 degrees and that allows you to kind of go like this for really hard to get areas. This one happens to have a Phillips on, on one side and the flat head on the other. Um, so that's my uh, gear report. This one was made in Japan. I have no idea where I got it or when uh, and you can get uh, vintage ones, expensive ones, cheap ones. There's, it's, there's no, no lack of abundance of these around out there. So uh, go look for uh, an offset screwdriver or a right angle screwdriver and get a few for uh, your toolbox. That's my gear report. Um, for my tool tip of the week, I wanted to take you through the little uh, journey briefly I went through finding a good adhesive to use on these matrix displays. So We've got uh, a number of different sizes of these matrix displays, and we have um, this LED acrylic, this diffusing acrylic that uh, is fantastic for making these nice to look at. I'll point out, by the way, that this uh, has a bit of a flicker on camera, on video, that doesn't happen in real life. Um, and in, in order to keep these nice and snug to the surface. The closer this is to the surface, the better the, the focus. These blur it a little bit. Um, I tried a bunch of different adhesives. I tried some regular uh, thin film double-sided scotch tape or 3M tape, uh, and it didn't last long. It's nice while it lasts because it sticks this very close to the surface, but there's not a lot of uh, surface area because of, if, you, if we pull off a piece of this, whoops, uh, Got a couple pieces of acrylic on, on there right now. You can see this is, this is what the tape, regular scotch tape there, double-sided tape looks like. It's, um, you see those little kind of rectangular bubbles? That's because this surface is very irregular here. So we don't get a lot of grip and uh, it, it may last, it may not, but I wanted something a little stronger. Uh, so I tried some clear mounting tape, some of these removable scotch clear mounting uh, rectangles. Regular glue dots work great. This works pretty well, but it's a bit thick. These fall off really quickly because uh, of their removable nature. Uh, these are some linear glue dots, also work well. But the thing that I found that really worked the best are these Pro U-Glue 
It's from ProTape. It's called U-Glue Dashes. Um, and these are little, uh, nearly square rectangles that are see-through. They absolutely disappear once you adhere them. You'll, you'll, even if we had uh, lit pixels right here, they, you can't see them at all. Uh, these are rectangular, and they're very easy to apply. So uh, I tried a bunch of different things so you don't have to, and that's my recommendation. You can pick this up at a hobby store or online. Uh, if you've got regular glue dots, you can use those, but you will see the circle uh, often if it's uh, running across a few pixels. So I would say go, go get these. This is like 160 of them for about $7. So uh, I just placed uh, six of them, I think, on, on the five millimeter pitch and four millimeter pitch displays, and that works really well. So uh, that's my tip. Go get some of those, and you'll find a bunch of uses for those once you have them. They, uh, they are excellent. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, let's get into uh, the project build of the week. So uh, as you might have guessed by that one, I'm doing more work with the, excuse me, matrix displays. And I showed this one off on the show and tell last night. I'm going to hold this up to the camera here so you can see it nicely. This is a quote board. And uh, what this does is it grabs quotes that I've placed on an Adafruit IO page. Uh, and every, I have it said, I think every 45 seconds right now, just for demo purposes, it's going to reconnect. So here you can see it's connecting through my Wi Fi access point. And it pulls down from Adafruit.io a set of uh, strings, which it can then display, as well as a set of color values. So you'll, you'll notice, this is a good one, the internet, we're not interested in it, said Bill Gates in 93, I think. Um, so it's going to grab from a random pool of colors, and it's grabbing from a random pool of quotes. Uh, and this is something that Melissa our own Melissa put together the code for and is updating some of the libraries behind the scenes to make this work easily. So thanks to her and thanks to Brent also for uh, Adafruit IO help. Uh, this right now will repeat the same quote uh, one after another if that's what random chance gives us. And, and Melissa's actually uh, just sent me a, an updated version that won't do that. It'll, it'll keep an index of the quotes that come in and not allow one to repeat. Uh, and here you can see it's done another uh, round of the 45 seconds to check on the, on the display uh, or, or on the AIO. So what I want to do is show you uh, the code and the Adafruit I.O. page that is uh, running this. So let's head over to bring up a page here. About that one, that'll work well. And maybe I can put this in the background here. Let me just lift that camera up a bit so you can see it. I'll try to focus that a little bit better. Maybe something like that. Uh, so what you'll see, no, that's going to be annoying. I'm going to move that out of the way for now. <laughs> I don't want that scrolling by. Uh, what you'll see here is I have an Adafruit IO page uh, and on it, there are two elements uh, of this dashboard. And these are two different feeds and widgets for the feeds. Uh, one of them is a text entry field, and the other is a color picker. So what's going to happen is if I go in here and pick a new color, uh, let's try to pick a pink color. I don't think I had one in there yet. And hit Save. 
Uh, now it's going to add a uh, hex value that it can pull from the next time the display updates. It'll say connecting, and then when it goes and, and looks at the possible color list, uh, it's going to include this pink color, which is uh, the hex for it is FC00FF. Uh, and if I want to go ahead and add a new quote here, um, here, we'll try something fun and dangerous. I'll ask over in Discord for any suggestions uh, on, uh, on quotes that I can put on here, family-friendly quotes. So let me bring up, uh, if I dare, I'll bring up the Discord. Let's see, where'd you go, Discord? There you are. All right, so here's what we have right now. And uh, depending on if people are watching, by the way, on Twitch or on uh, the YouTube or other places, there's different delays. So sometimes it's hard to, to have quick interaction. But uh, hey, Maker Melissa, thanks for your help and, and uh, thanks for waving. Hey, Noe says, says that he has picked up a, uh, a pack of those U-Glue squares. Good for you. All right, everything's impossible until somebody does it. Batman. Thank you, Mr. Certainly. Good quote. Okay, so what I'm going to do, I'm just going to copy that. Uh, and now let me bring the... Do, do, do. Firefox back up for that. And we'll throw this back, back in the background now. How about my little uh, down shooter there? Oh, that's, uh, that's not quite in focus. Let's try a little... It's a little better. Uh, this diffused plastic LED has a, has a defocus to it, so it's hard sometimes to tell. Uh, okay, so what I'll do is I'll go into my uh, text field here and just paste that quote. Uh, oh, it picked up a tilde instead of a dash. That's interesting. Through cut and paste. That looks good. That's the format I'm using. So uh, I'll hit return, and it just logged that to the feed. Uh, now, if we... Let me make this a little smaller for a second. Uh, it's connecting now. So my uh, Adafruit I.O. board says connecting. In fact, I'll get it, get it a little further away. Uh, so that means it has picked up the new set of quotes. So we should see something come up pink at some point. There's no guarantees. It's random. Uh, and we should see the uh, Batman quote fly by here in a second. Let's move going to move my uh, Adafruit, whoops, Adafruit I.O. page out of the way a little bit. I like that quote from Popular Mechanics, too. There we go. Send that over like that. Uh, and while, that's, while we're waiting for that to load, I'm going to look at um, the feeds that those dashboards, that dashboard is, is feeding into. Uh, so if I bring up, oh, it's reconnecting again. Okay. Uh, so if I bring up that Firefox session in um, one feed I created, it's called Sign Text, and what you'll see here are just data points that are the different quotes that we can pull from. So you know this is not anything super fancy. It's a little uh, raw. Uh, but it's how it's working. So you can see there I entered at 126 and 11 seconds p.m. Everything's impossible until somebody does it, Batman. Uh, so that's now available uh, in the um, 
in the possible quotes that can be pulled. And if we look at my colors, uh, these you can see, I just happen to know the hex code because I read it out loud a second ago, but FC00FF uh, is, is the pink that we have. Um, and so if you look at inside of Atom, close that for a second, uh, here we have the code that it's running as well as my serial output. So what this means is that the um, CircuitPython code running on the Metro M4 uh, airlift just went through my Wi-Fi access point, grabbed a set of quotes, grabbed a set of colors. So you can see there's uh, the color. That one's a choice. Oh, and the Batman quote just went by. Excellent. I almost missed it. Uh, but here is, I think it'll be the, the, let's see. I don't know how it's ordering these. Oh, okay. This is, yeah. So the most recent one's at the top of this list here. Everything's impossible until somebody does it, Batman says. Uh, and um, then once that set of data points is pulled down from Adafruit I.O., uh, the uh, code running on the board itself, this code.py up here, chooses a random one to, to display. Um, so you can see here, here's the code. Uh, we've got some libraries for times that we can pause. This is how I'm doing the every 45 seconds connection. Uh, and what you might do is set this to maybe change once a day or once an hour, depending on how you're feeding it. Uh, we're also looking into, can I feed it other ways, like have other people feed it? Um, what, what you may remember is we've done some of these before where we've used JSON uh, formatted web served text files. So there's an Adafruit quotes uh, web server. That's actually where the quotes come at the bottom of your um, order form or your, your uh, invoice when you order from Adafruit. Uh, so we've, we've got a quote server there with about two or 300 quotes, I think, on it. So you can pull from there. Uh, but we wanted to make one that was easy to customize. So this one is really easy, as you can see. I can just go to that um, Adafruit I.O. page, enter in a new piece of text, and, and the next time it connects, we'll grab that. Uh, but we're also looking, is there a way that we could have a friend add to that, uh, someone you trust? Because otherwise, you'll end up with some weird stuff, I'm sure, uh, posted. Um, then you'll see we're setting up using Matrix Portal. So that's one of the libraries we're grabbing here. Uh, Matrix Portal is doing uh, the update. Uh, we're updating the NeoPixel on the board. We're setting up the font there using Terminal I.O. to display. Um, and we're also setting up scrolling behavior. And uh, then these are the names of the Adafruit I.O. feeds. So I created a feed called sign-quotes. Uh, actually, it's a group called sign-quotes, and then a feed called sign-text, and another feed called sign-color. Um, and then here is the speed it's running at. So we can make these go by real fast. Let's double the speed here. Uh, and I'll have it uh, update maybe every two minutes instead. So if I hit save now, uh, you'll see down at the bottom, Here's my serial output. My uh, board has restarted. It's now connecting through my access point. Uh, the board says connecting during this point, so you know something is happening. Uh, and there, it just pulled down the, the set of quotes, and now it's uh, getting ready to display them. And so you can see now it's running really fast. Uh, by the way, I think my, my um, display, yeah, it's running pretty smoothly. When I was going to say maybe my display isn't showing it as fast as it is in real life, but it looks good. Uh, then we have a little uh, update um, function here. This little uh, function prints updating data from Adafruit I.O. and then goes and uh, grabs text from, from the uh, connection. Uh, here's where we're grabbing the Adafruit I.O. data, clearing the quotes um, uh, buffer, 
and then grabbing a new one from that uh, data value using randomness. Uh, and then same thing for color. So we go and grab a color value and apply that. And then here is our uh, update data, runs that function, and it runs it uh, based on counting down that time. And in here we have uh, pulling one random from that range of possible quotes and one random from that range of possible colors, uh, and then sending those to the display. And then here we check again, has the um, time that we need to, to wait for a reconnection expired, and then it'll go and repeat that process. Uh, so let's see, I'm gonna check in actually with um, Discord, and I think Melissa is online. She wrote this code, so if you have questions, please post them uh, up to the uh, Discord chat uh, or over on, let me check in with YouTube. Let's see, any questions there? It looks like we're good. Uh, oh, someone said that, oh, someone said, yay, no audio desync. Yay. That was probably after I came back from a movie. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got my eye on it. Every time I screw that up, I'm really good for like a month of, of keeping my eye on it. Uh, and I now have a big VU meter over to the side that I'm watching as well. So uh, hopefully we can uh, oh, here's another one. Steve Welch says, open the pod bay door, Hal, from Dave Bowman. I like that one. Let's add that. So I'm going to copy that uh, text. Let me show you my, uh, where'd my Firefox go? Did I minimize it? Uh, let's see. Oh, no, I minimized my Atom. I think that's what happened. Here's the Firefox. Let me show you that. There it is. And I will... Come over here and just paste that into there. Oh, that one pasted nicely. Hit enter and you'll see that updates. It says September 3rd uh, at the current time that we have a new piece of text. And uh, maybe we'll add in a new, uh, how about a deep purplish color? That might be kind of dark, but we'll see. Uh, and you know, you could, you could pretty easily um, adjust this so that your, um, not using a random color, uh, but instead overwriting it and just using the latest one. Uh, so you could just enter in a color and say, that's the color that I want for my quote display now. Uh, I can go back into my, my text and change the speed. Oh, this one's, yeah, this one's running a little fast for, for my liking. Uh, so, so let's do that. I'll bring up the Atom uh, and head up here up to the top. We like to keep variables like this up close to the top. Um, so we'll set it to, I think two is good, zero, zero point. 0.02 seconds. Uh, and now, while that's going to wait 120 seconds to update the text while it's running, it will go and grab updated text as soon as I hit reset. So that's another way to force, uh, force that to show the, the latest uh, text. So let's hide that out of the way. Move my board over here. Time and like a clock when I rock the hip hop. MCA. Uh, and you could also go in and delete uh, feed points if you want to pull a quote out of there. So, uh, like I said, it's not as straightforward as having like a big table or a JSON file or something like that to pull from. But uh, the trade-off is that it's really nice and easy to update this. Uh, you could even use it as a remote way to do a very specific message. If you had something like a, a sign outside your door and you wanted to change what was on there, you could delete a data point, add a new one, and uh, then it'll when it grabs that. Um, uh, that next time it connects, you'll have, um, you'll have the updated text. So let's see, if we, if we watch this, it'll never change. Oh, that is the purple color now. It doesn't show up on my, um, 
my overhead as very purple, but I just saw a purple one, which was nice. Uh, we're waiting for the Hal quote. Uh, let's see if Hal, or Dave, Dave talking to Hal. Greetings programs, says Flynn. I don't remember when he said that, honestly. It's been a while since I saw Tron. Uh, all right, well, I think that's it. I will um, I'll leave that up on the way out and play some, some music. Um, let's see if there's anything else I wanted to mention. I think that's it. Uh, thank you so much for stopping by today. I'm John Park. This has been John Park's Workshop. I will be back on Tuesday at this time, 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock Eastern, with the next JP's Product Pick of the Week show. And then... Uh, we, the workshop show on Thursday. So now you've got your Tuesdays and Thursdays at this time. I'm going to be here doing something. Uh, so thank you again so much. And if you have any questions or comments or suggestions, head on over to Discord. I'll be hanging out there for a little bit. Uh, and I will thank you all so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye.